right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast She Met Online, the only podcast dedicated to the Lifetime movies we love to hate. I'm your host, Laura Franzizi, and today I am joined by my guest co-host, Eve Sturgis. And Eve, you run Magpie Life. Yes, I run Magpie Life. So that's my umbrella name for everything I do, which is primarily private practice therapy, counseling, marriage and family therapy. I see individuals, I see couples. And then I also do life coaching for people that are looking for something a little bit more directive. I have no problem telling you what to do, (laughs) helping you get get it together. I also work with different types of sort of, I really believe in getting like hands-on about improving your life and learning tools. So um, I participate in workshops. The more you learn and the more people that you meet in a community, the better your life can be. You can follow me on Instagram at Magpie Life. You can follow me on Twitter for a less branded a little more wild experience <laughs> at Eve is Magpie Life. And I have a website, evesurgis.la. And that's, that's my jam. Love it. You do amazing work. And I'm so thankful to have you here today as we review the 2012 Lifetime original movie, Liz and Dick. Speaking of couples who could have possibly used some therapy. Right. Or, or sobriety. Or both. I think a little of both would have been been very helpful. So before we unpack this monstrosity, Uh I like to give a recap of what this movie was, the plot. And I feel like in this case, it's so easy to do. (laughs) This movie condensed 40 years of Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton's relationship into 90 excruciating minutes. I can't believe. It's only 90 minutes. And it felt so much longer than that. And it was they fell in love, had an affair and got married. Then they did lots of fighting and they got divorced. And then they did lots of fighting and they fell in love and they got married again. And then they did lots of fighting and then they got divorced. And then Richard Burton got colon cancer and died and... Lindsay Lohan turned into old Elizabeth Taylor and died. It is almost worth watching the whole movie for the surprise ending, which is not a surprise in the life of Liz and Dick, but a surprise of Lindsay Lohan being made up in makeup to be like a 60-year-old woman. Not not any 60-year-old woman. It wasn't old Lindsay Lohan. It was old Elizabeth Taylor, (laughs) an icon who we all know. We know exactly how she looks. Yep. What is your relationship with (laughs) Elizabeth Taylor? It is distant and platonic. I feel like we're both of the generation, like one generation or two behind the Elizabeth fascination. Um, But I I know her as, I know her more as an icon. Yep. And I remember loving an old movie where she's actually a little girl and it I want to call it Blue Velvet. Yep. And so about the racehorse. So I knew that. And Cat on the Hudson Roof is my favorite by far. And I realized over the past couple of weeks, because of this experience that I've never seen, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. So that's on my list of things to see. Yeah. And I am, I am slightly fascinated by her beauty. Like, I don't know anybody that doesn't like looking at pretty people, but I like <laughs> kind of looking at her pictures and just... 
trying to imagine her in the time in her heyday. Yeah. So my relationship with Elizabeth Taylor is also generationally removed. So if you said, Laura, who is Elizabeth Taylor? My first reaction is those, I'd be like, she sold diamonds perfume. Oh. Do you remember? That was like, white diamonds by Elizabeth Taylor. Like, that's who, that's, that's the first Elizabeth Taylor that comes to mind. It's that older mm-hmm. and selling perfume called White Diamonds, which I didn't get until I watched this movie that I was like, oh, the bitch loved diamonds. Right, right. Like it wasn't just clever branding. <laughs> They're like, who can we get? Who can we get? <laughs> They're like, who can, we sell, who can we sell this diamond perfume to? So, and I mean, I've, I, I think I think of her... Uh, with the same sort of fondness of like old Hollywood glamour. Mm-hmm. I think of my grandma a lot. My, my grandma Ginger, who mm-hmm. definitely drank martinis, gossiped about that kind of, of life. And I'm sure she followed the Liz and Dick drama. I'm sure she considered herself a, bit, a little bit of an Elizabeth Taylor. So classic old derby yeah. What and and then we also have to unpack before we get into everything. What is what is your relationship with Lindsay Lohan? Oh, I don't have a very I don't, I don't have a very strong relationship. The best thing about this podcast is that I don't know the questions and I'm not prepared. I could have seen that coming. Lindsay Lohan is the star of this movie. Is she the star? Uh, <laughs> she's more like a dying star. Okay. She's, she's just in it a lot. Only that I really, really like her. And I watched sort of with fascination as her life got more and more dysfunctional and sort of self-destructed over the past, you know, decade or so. I don't know, like, there's probably like some level that's like an extreme Lindsay Lohan celebrity follower, you know, and I don't think I was like that. I, but yeah, I watched it. I was fascinated by it and, and had my opinions about it. And uh, recently read the, there was a new article that just came out about her owning this, this huge, either she owns the island or she owns a huge part of it in Greece. Like she's mm-hmm. at a Lindsay Lohan resort and yeah. her life around. And I can say that one time we were going out, we live in Los no. Angeles and we were, no. <laughs> and we were going out to dinner Dinner yes. drinks with uh, my husband and this other couple, and and the partner in the couple was visiting from San Francisco, and and she said like, oh my gosh, all I want to see is Lindsay Lohan, and we were like, yeah. it can happen, you just never know, and we sort of joked and chuckled about it, but we happened to have dinner and drinks at Chateau Marmont that night, right? And course, as you do, you know, we live in Los Angeles; it's very <laughs> glamorous. <laughs> we we were like four hours in to yes. gin and tonics and cheese plate and it was it was really fun and then fucking a Lindsay lohan comes and gets sat at the table next to us and it was just so funny like you know and partly we were drunk and partly it was hot out and partly it was the chateau marmont and partly it really was couldn't have been more perfect for this person that had never been to los angeles and wanted to see a star right see a star like the, and now we know that that night was her last night at the Chateau Marmont before she was banned. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So my relationship is distant, 
as just a public watching a celebrity and not really knowing the intimate details. And yet, in one incident, being incredibly close. Wow. That's, I'm like, I'm fangirling a little bit. I, yeah, I know. I get a lot of points for that, like celebrity points for that one, I guess. And I think for me, like, there are the parallels between Elizabeth Taylor's life and Lindsay Lohan's life. So I loved her in The Parent Trap. Like, mm-hmm. just she just loved it. Mm-hmm. And I followed her personal downward spiral pretty closely. <laughs> I was fascinated by, she was like one of the main victims of the bling ring of yeah. like yeah. four Hollywood starlets who just got all their expensive shit stolen because they left their doors open Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mediocre movie but fascinating story worth watching yeah i felt like this was oh i also saw the canyons which was oh oh my gosh you can't believe i didn't even bring that up i love the canyons right and it's terrible yeah and we love it and i've probably seen it four times and we definitely own the blu-ray and we went, but yeah, so I forgot. I should, I should have said that. I should have just said that and left it at that. <laughs> like, I loved the canyons and she got drunk next to me. There's nothing more to know. <laughs> okay. So this movie, Lilo plays mm-hmm. Elizabeth Taylor and someone named Grant Bowler <laughs> plays <laughs> Richard Burton. How many men do you think they approached to play opposite Lindsay Lohan before they got to, like on the list, Grant, like how far down the list is Grant? I don't even think he was on the first page. Yeah. Like if Brad Pitt was, I don't, I don't know who, but like if somebody at A, a level was at the top, yeah, mm. second page at least. No, easily the second page. Mm. This movie was truly awful. and i actually was a little bit relieved when you at the top of the podcast when you said like the we watched the lifetime movies that we love to hate i was like oh yeah oh yeah okay so we can hate that like we can it can just be like let's talk about how bad it is yeah because it was bad just picking apart the generalness of the movie there was no exposition and it didn't happen in a linear chronological order. It jumped around mm-hmm. and there was no context. I'm still like, blown away that it was only 90 minutes. It was long. Mm-hmm. It was long. It was 40 years long. <laughs> it was really Fair enough, yeah. There was no exposition. And I feel like they tried to make it like a documentary, but it felt like... Oh, oh I It felt like... Do you remember like the first three seasons of MTV's The Real World. Yeah, yeah. Those were the best seasons. Where they had the confessional booth that was still, like, airy. Like, it wasn't, like, what Mm -hmm. it is now where they just, like, have their iPhones. Right, 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 right. I mean, I wouldn't know. I trust you, but that's how what it is. Yeah, I felt like it was a confessional booth of The Real World where they were like, we loved each other so (laughs) much that we got (laughs) divorced. It, it felt those, I see, I, I think it's only fair to let our readers know that, that we watched this movie somewhere between four and six weeks ago. Yep. Yes. Um, and then a lot of life things happened that kept preventing us from getting together to talk about it. And it was so bad that even though I watched it twice, because I am a dedicated podcasting guest. <laughs> wow. Uh, I still like already had forgotten all about 
those, whatever that's called when they talk to the camera, those like fourth wall moments, talking in the chair thing. But it did, now that I'm remembering, it really reminded me of college theater. Yes. And uh, working on speaking in your best American accent. And they did a really good job for college theater kids, really trying to emulate older classic people. Yes. And they, they did. It was the college theater try. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like the only redeeming part of this movie was the costumes, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. The, the wigs and the jewelry. I feel like those were all done really well. And everything else was just throwing vodka against a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing vodka against a wall. Poor Lindsay being in way over her head because she's so fascinating. Like, did she know she was in over her head or did she think she was doing a wonderful job? I think, I think every day after they wrapped filming, she said, this is amazing. This is my comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think so? Really? Yes. She had to, because otherwise like the producer should have said, we're not doing this. This can leave the editing room floor. There's even some scenes where Dick, Richard Burton, is talking and like she accidentally picks up his accent. Yes. <laughs> like she's just, it's just Lindsay Lohan saying words in an accent and just, just, you know, it's just in there and she catches herself. And then there's also a scene that I want to, it's so small. It was such a small moment, you know, two thirds of the way through their relationship together or so, two thirds of the way through the movie. Mm-hmm. They don't go to the Oscars because he is a big baby about his nominations. Yes. And so they're listening, but, and so there's some sort of celebration, but, but they're together in bed and they have like four children or or five children. They have all their children together. And at one point, Elizabeth Taylor, the mother in like 1960, whatever, she's supposed to say like, come sit here on the bed or something, whatever she's, what the line was come where she was supposed to indicate, but she goes, come on guys. And <laughs> just, it's just her. It's not Elizabeth Taylor. It's just Lindsay Lohan going, come on, guys. <laughs> but it's Lindsay Lohan as Elizabeth Taylor. So it's really more like, come on, guys. I don't even know. If she, I'm telling you, go back and watch that part. She's like, come yeah. on, guys. Like, did they say guys in that era? Can you ever imagine Elizabeth Taylor saying guys? No. Like, no, no one said guys <laughs> to groups of kids. <laughs> guys their children mm-hmm. um I feel like no matter how much diction work she had done mm-hmm. she still sounded like a wet rag of whiskey <laughs> paired with like a used pack of Marlboro 100 wow wow wow, wow. uh-huh yeah but that's what she sounds like mm-hmm. I don't disagree The the one thing that I wanted to jump in on and dissect, because as much as I don't don't know about Elizabeth Taylor's life, the one thing I do know and love is Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds from Singing in the Rain. Right, right, right. Which is one of my all-time favorite uh, movies. She was married to Eddie Fisher. First guy, yeah. And Eddie Fisher... And Debbie Reynolds had a daughter, and she was Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I hadn't put all of that together. 
And I process it. Oh, I know who I knew who Debbie Reynolds was in the movie, but so Elizabeth Taylor's uh, I think like first or second husband died, and then she has an affair with Eddie Fisher, and Eddie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds break up, and then they get together. Oh. Uh, which was scandalous. When Carrie Fisher talked about it, she's like, think of my mom as Jennifer Aniston and my dad as Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Liz Taylor is Angelina Jolie. Yeah, I think that's, I was just about to say, like, do we have any contemporary equivalent? And that might be the best one. Carrie Fisher has a great line about her dad and Elizabeth Taylor. He said, when Elizabeth, she says, when Elizabeth Taylor's husband died, my dad consoled her with mm. his penis. <laughs> Carrie, I miss you. I know. I feel like we really need awesome. a Carrie Fisher biopic. Wow, she really is the best. Who would you, I mean, who would you put as, who would you cast as a starlet in the Lifetime original movie about Carrie Fisher? Maybe... I want somebody that's funny and dry. And I want to say, I don't know her name. Aubrey Plaza. I was going to say Aubrey. Yeah. That's who I was going to say. That's absolutely, I was going to I wanted to say, I want, I just didn't know her last name. I was like, Aubrey. Yeah. Plaza. Yeah. That is who I would, that's, yeah. that's who I would pick. Yeah. I, arguably, Carrie Fisher was a little bit prettier. Um, that was my only hesitation, but come on. But yeah, no, somebody, she'd be good. She'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one line in this where it just, it spoke to me. It spoke to me so, so much. And it was Lindsay Lohan was, <laughs> she was like on, she was like on her bed and she was like complaining, which I see okay. most of the movie. And she just goes, I'm so bored. Oh, no. so bored. Um, I have to correct you. Okay. She wasn't in bed. She was on the lounge outside while her kids played and they like invited her to play a game in Switzerland. Yes. They were in, they were with Minchie. They were like staying in Switzerland between movies and the kids come over and they're like, do you want to play duck, duck, goose or some game? And she's like, how do you play that? And they're like, ha 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 ha. And they laugh at her and go away. And then, yeah. And then she says, I'm so bored. I'm so bored. It's the worst. Um, I know I, we keep saying everything is the worst, but that is a great, memorable worst. Yeah, I just, I said out loud while I was watching it, and I was like, girl, same. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, same. She also, like, you can tell that it's one of those things where she was supposed to scream that, like, at the top of her lungs, and she just, like, isn't doing it, and I'm sure yeah. they did it so many times. <laughs> They're like, no, you know, come on. Like, you're bored. Like, you're more bored than you've ever been in your life. Like, really give it. She's just like, I'm so bored. <laughs> so you want me to say it faster? Yeah. I'm so bored. I'm so bored. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I keep looking for my notes because I took them in my, I wrote them in my phone. Um, and then I think that the last time we, we tried to get together, I like deleted them. because so I was like, I read them and was like, okay, I got it. I know what I want to talk about. But I think we're covering it all. We really are. Um, the line about her and Richard Burton when they're filming Cleopatra 
and she says, you do know I'm shagging him senseless, right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That was where sort of high school theater, college theater really came to, really came into my mind. The, uh, uh, I do have to confess one thing, though. Okay. Uh, at I'm the just... end, I cried. <laughs> 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 and it was the second time around. It got me. I don't know what, I forget, I can't remember what it is. It just, other, but I think it's when they're sitting in the chairs. It's not, oh, and they like look at each other and say like we loved each other so deep. Yeah, and she's like he was the best thing I ever had or some something. I don't know. She doesn't say anything that eloquent, but like she, Lindsay. There also, I think there was another part where Lindsay she she when she gets tears in her eyes, like it's heavy and yeah. not like you really. She's not kidding around with that. And um, and I totally had this moment of like Lindsay's had such a hard life. <laughs> not really like teary. <laughs> I cried different tears. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I cried toward the end when the Italian doctor said, I don't want to say it's colon cancer, <laughs> but <laughs> they just cut away. Uh-huh. Is it public information, p- public knowledge that he had colon cancer? Uh, or is it like a rumor, but not confirmed? So they had to like cinematically be clever about it. No, they were not cinematically clever about okay. anything. <laughs> I think it was just a bad script. Mm-hmm. Have you, did you do any reading about the movie after you watched it? Or during the movie, for example? That's a time you could look things up. <laughs> I did. And the one thing that really stuck out to me was Patton Oswald had a tweet that oh. said, because he live blogged it in 2012. This was. This was the movie to watch. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and he tweeted, tonight the downward spiral becomes a straight vertical line. <laughs> it is kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like not funny. Did you, um, did you do any reading before, during, or after your two um, viewings? Which, by the way, like you should be exalted for. Um, they, I should be, that is, if there's anything I should be exalted for or remembered about, it's that. Um, I, what I, what I remember the, without looking at anything right now, what I remember was the Wikipedia talking about how grueling the production schedule was and how, uh, lots of it was done at night. And I, and I, I guess I knew that the second time around, cause I did notice that so much of the movie is done interior, right? It's like no locations. So that it was a really, really grueling schedule, lots of filming at night, and that they they specifically had rules for Lindsay. Like, they had her on contract that she was not to drive herself to set. She was supposed to wait for the driver. And this is when she was like, you know, she was a mess. Like, it was like, yeah. knowledge, hot mess. They were like, you cannot drive. And the very first day of shooting, she drove on the PCH and got in a car accident. Believe it. Yeah, totally. And, um, and the director was really angry. And I think that's fair. I think that's fair anger. He should have probably been a little angrier about his inability to tell a story visually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that could have worked on their boundaries maybe when casting someone with such self-destructive behavior, but you know, that's either here or there now. The movie got made. It did, and it has 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. 
that I did not look up Rotten Tomatoes. I thought I'd really like to read some reviews maybe. Yeah, they were, um, one of, one of the reviews was just, I think, four lines of question marks. (laughs) Yeah. But at that point in everyone's defense, what were you going in thinking? Right. Right. Like you have, like, I don't know. There was a, there was a hope that it was going to be her comeback. Yeah. I don't know. There's like, there's a level of expectation with lifetime that you're going in to have fun. Right. So, and this movie's barely fun. It's much more fun to talk about it with you right now than it was to watch. Although now that we're talking about it, I kind of want to watch it again. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not by myself. I just want to watch it with someone and be like, see that part, see that part. That's what me and Laura talked about that. See, isn't that crazy? Watch her say it again. I'm bored. (laughs) I feel also like, Whoever did the wigs mm-hmm. on that movie, because I think there were some Emmy nominations in the in the hair and makeup and costume. I don't know if they won anything. Um, no, probably. Okay, not. you're saying the opposite. You're saying the opposite. I was imagining no. you were saying the wigs. Oh, I loved the wigs. I thought the wigs were phenomenal. Even when they had like like her short hair, I thought like sixty year old Liz wig, perfect. Oh, that was amazing. That that is worth the movie. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, people. <laughs> just fast forward to when she's fast old. forward to the reveal and just imagine having sat there for, for <laughs> ten years watching their life. Yeah. Oh man, it was a long. It was a long movie. Yeah, and they. I guess it's also maybe it's a maybe in everyone's defense. It's a hard story to tell because they're not likable people and, but they're not presented authentically in either direction. So you're like, do you want her to be with this guy who's cheating on his wife with her? Do you want her? Like, they're not, it's not about villains and it's not about, you know, you don't relate to anybody. Right. And if you objectively think about, romance they must have had an insane amount of chemistry mm-hmm. to have that kind of life um, yeah. to like passionately marry divorce and then marry and divorce someone and none of that none of that translated none of that. I can totally agree with you on that 100% zero it was like she was like Justin Long and he was like John Hodgman in the Mac and PC commercials. <laughs> Where it's like, okay, they're like talking to each other, but there's nothing. Uh-huh. Nothing's there's happening. Nothing there. Nothing was happening between the humans on the set and nothing was happening cinematically between the director and the director of photography. And the... um the weird like body dysmorphia fat shaming that happened where like, I guess like the tabloids ran a headline where they called her Cleopatra. Yeah. That she gained weight like later. And then um, Richard Burton was like, I love you. I'm sorry. And he bought her like this $10 million gigantic ring. Like Mm -hmm. it puts Wendy Williams and Kim Kardashian's rings Mm -hmm. To shame, shame. Mm-hmm. with how big it was, and she was like, 
look at my pudgy hands now. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, just why? That's not moving the plot forward. And it's not, <laughs> it's not crucial. So I can see why they added it, actually. I'm trying to think if in however many years from now, 40 years from now, there will be like a lifetime equivalent movie about Brad Pitt and Angelina and Jennifer Aniston. And if it will be interesting at all. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know that it's that interesting. I don't think it'll be that interesting, but then again, who, who am I to say? Who am I to say? Who are you? Mm -hmm. Can't judge. Um, All right. We end every podcast with, the Jerry Springer style final thoughts. My final thoughts on Liz and Dick are the following. Oh, why, why didn't why didn't they even talk about her perfume line? <laughs> Just, it was it was an insert in every single magazine. The ads mm-hmm. the ads were on par with like the CK one black and white ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, they never talked about her eyes. Elizabeth Taylor uh-huh. had violet, like purple yeah, eyes. She had gorgeous eyes. Yeah, I noticed that as well. They never talked about it. They never mentioned it. And they did not use contacts. Um, so those are my final thoughts. My other final thoughts are, if you want to watch this movie, uh-huh. give yourself a coping mechanism. <laughs> whether that's booze or like some s'mores maybe you like emotionally eat just something to comfort you and cope with how bad it is those were great final thoughts because they sort of inspired me to have a thought in the question which is does this movie get better with every viewing oh like zoolander Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean there's only one way to find out just, just to keep watching it. Yep. <laughs> and the other question or su- suggestion is where is all of the behind the scenes footage of the making of this movie? Yes. And why is this making of this movie not a movie in itself? Yes. Because I bet that might be more interesting. I would watch that. I would watch it and I would review it. Mm-hmm. And those are great final thoughts. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmmed myself. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's good to agree. It's, yeah. It's good, it's good to agree, unless you disagree, in which case it's good to disagree. Right. Right. It's all just about communication. Wonderful. Well, I think that about does it for the podcast she met online. I'm Laura Franzizi. I'm Eve Sturgis. Until next time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. That's always really fun. Bye. Bye.